Welcome to Fortress of Faith with Tom Wallace, calling North America to repentance and revival. Well, welcome back once again to the Corner of Truth and Courage. It is Election Day plus three. America is still waiting to know and learn who is going to be the president uh, for another four years. We're still waiting on that information. It's not likely that we're going to know by the end of the day, apparently, sadly. And uh, more and more. Uh, conflict is going on. Let me read this to you. It might help you understand uh, some of these extra ballots that are out there, provisional ballots, absentee ballots, overseas ballots, mail-in ballots, and all that type of stuff. And uh, this comes from NC Values Coalition, North Carolina Values Coalition. And I'm here in North Carolina, and it's a battleground state, and there's a lot going on here. And I'm in, in, in a very conservative part of the country. Uh, the counties around here are more likely to be overwhelmingly supporting President Trump. But uh, not far south is Mecklenburg County, where you've got uh, Charlotte, a lot of liberals out there. Then you've got great host of them over in Raleigh-Durham in parts of Asheville, of course, that is a far gone liberal. And so we're going to have strong votes in those areas. But um, let's get it. Let me read this to you. This, this might be helpful. It kind of helped me understand a few things. The state election board reported that there are that they're in the process of reviewing 40,766 provisional ballots. Now, if my memory serves me right, President Trump only won by about 40,000 votes last time. And so 40,000 can make a big, huge difference in this coming election, especially with it being so tight. So what is a provisional ballot? And here's what they say. Ballots from voters who may have voted in a different precinct were not registered but attempted to vote or whose eligibility may be otherwise questioned. Now, let me give you a a case in point. My mother-in-law, who naturalized as an American citizen 10, 15 years ago, uh, she's French, married a a GI, had been living here in America for a number of years, and was so excited when she got her American citizenship. When they moved out to North Carolina... They registered, and she went to vote in a primary election here, eh, what, um, six years ago? And and they told her, you can't vote. We have you down as deceased, as dead. <laughs> so uh, she's, and, and uh, you, you got to know my, my mother-in-law. Uh, that certainly was news to her. I told her, I said, boy, you look great for your condition. <laughs> uh, in fact, actually, years ago, I remember there were rumors out that my mother had died. <laughs> and, uh, and I remember saying the same thing to mom. He said, you look great for your condition. Um, and then, <laughs> then her dad called my, my wife, her, you know, their daughter. And uh, her dad <laughs> uh, didn't say it in the best way. Uh, you know, he was trying to be funny. But he just said, uh, uh, y- y- your mother's dead. 
And now, can you imagine getting a call like that? <laughs> so, anyhow. So, the, my case in point is this. Is that she, she went to vote. Well, she, you can't vote. Uh, we have you registered as deceased. Well, of course, she wasn't. And she still wanted to cast her ballot, cast her vote. And so, in fact, actually, I don't think that they did this, but they could have insisted. Now, hold on a minute. I've not voted in this election. I want to vote in this election. And they would have given her a provisional ballot. In other words, okay, there's going to be question about the uh, legitimacy, the eligibility of this of this ballot. So there's almost 41,000 of these out there. So if you move from one district to another district and haven't registered in that new district, you're not registered to vote, technically. And so they may check and say, okay, yeah, this is a citizen here in North Carolina. They did move from this place and stuff, and, you know, we can... So things get really down to a tight vote. These ballots still may count, but most elections, the difference of the winning and the loser... The winner and the loser is in usually such higher numbers that they don't even count them. We now find also that the election board across the state of North Carolina are also continuing to review and accept up to 116,200 absentee and overseas military ballots. Here's the thing. It must be postmarked on or before November 3rd. Under state law, these ballots would normally only be counted if they are received by November 6th. But because of the lawsuit filed in federal court by Democrat attorneys weeks before the election, the U.S. Supreme Court has extended the deadline to November 12th. So the the states can take these ballots and count these absentee ballots and overseas military ballots. And they've extended the date that it has to be in at the ballot box, not just postmarked before or on by November 3rd. Now, what's the problem here compared to, you know, here in North Carolina and the situation going on in Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania has come out and said, Hold on a second. We're going to allow, and this is this is judges. Now the law says that ballots have to be postmarked or cast by November third. But judges who do not who have no power to make law went on ahead and made a law, and they, in their infinite wisdom being empowered by their own empowerment because the 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 state hasn't given them this power the united states constitution has not given them this power they gave themselves this power and they said because of covid because of all this stuff we're going to say not november 3rd not november 4th not november 5th but november 6th if the ballot is cast and received even on that same day, and cast after November 3rd, as long as they cast it up to November 6th, we will count it. Well, President Trump has said, hold on a minute, that's illegal. They have no authority to make, to give this ruling. They don't make laws. The legislation 
makes laws. The legislation, if the state of Pennsylvania needed this, it was the legislators that should have passed this. They had plenty of time to do this. Everyone knew, I mean, we've had COVID since January, February, March. We knew an election was coming. We knew there would be difficulties. If they needed that extension, it would have to come from them. But the legislatures weren't going to do that. That's foolish. But these judges, which, by the way, are Democrats, have gone ahead and done this themselves. Now, it is only reasonable for us to say, that's a problem. We're not being unreasonable by saying that. And then you have, in addition to all these other things going on, of people who have legal rights to be in to uh, observe, are being thrown out, and being kept distanced from the ballots and the process. And this mysterious thing that as the election night was unfolding, that all of a sudden in all the areas in the battleground states where, where Trump was, uh, was uh, growing in his majority lead in all of these states, all five of them there, we had, we had a sudden stop of these things. Never has this happened before. And then we woke up in the morning, the momentum was all gone and everything started to change. Only, it's only reasonable to think that given all the things that, are, that have happened since then and the lack of transparency that we're having from these districts, that uh, people out there have, I think, a legitimate, reasonable problem with the process and questions should be made and demands should be made for answers and for transparency. And the only way we're going to get that is through lawsuits and taking it to the courts and to hash this thing out so that we can have confidence in our system. But I'm afraid with what's, what's, what's happened up there, in Pennsylvania, in Michigan, and in some also things we're hearing also in Georgia, we have legitimate concerns. And uh, so, so an absentee ballot, if you ask for it and you requ- re- you know say, listen, I'm concerned whether I'm going to have the health or the ability to get out and vote on November 3rd. I'm going to be gone or whatever. I don't know what my situation is going to be. And you request your ballot and then you have it and you didn't cast it or we don't know if you cast it or not. But then you want to go and show up and vote. Fact is, you can't do that. Now that you voted for your absentee ballot, now you can take your absentee ballot and hand it in at the election board, but you cannot go stand in the line and go in and ask for another ballot and vote. You say, well, I lost the other vote. <laughs> How do we know that? How do we know you didn't send that into and now are trying to vote? The only way that we can do that is disqualify those votes for, and that's the other part I was going to read, uh, of these absentee ballots, 116,000 of them here in North Carolina. And the problem is, is that some of these people are showing up at the showed up on November third, wanting to cast their ballot, and they but they had already received their ballot mailed to them, 
And so this is being construed, this is voter suppression because they're not being allowed to vote. No, they were sent their ballot. That's the ballot that they were supposed to use in the election. And if they didn't send it in, they didn't hand it in, they can't come and then ask and show up in the line and seek a new ballot and vote and vote again. Now, if, if that happens there, I think those also fall into those provisional ballots. I don't think there's a lot of clarity on that. I'm not sure. So anyhow, it, it, this whole thing's a mess. Then we got these the other side where states just sent out ballots without people requesting them. So they've got these ballots. They could mail them in and also show up. Then you have no idea how many people have voted more than once. And again, this is this has really made this election uh, really bad. And the problem is, is that Trump's being made out to be the bad person because he's saying, we got problems here. I warned you about it. I said this was this was going to be problematic. And it has unfolded to this way, especially in a tight race, as it's turning out to be. So, well, folks, uh, we need to uh, re- remember this. God's on the throne. Even if this turns out to bring in a Biden presidency, and we may feel the election was stolen (laughs) we're going to feel like how perhaps the democrats were told lies to feel that way but we saw this unfold under our very eyes it's just going to bring more trouble to our nation and that's why we need to turn to god well folks that's going to be it join us again tomorrow at the corner of truth and courage god bless you